0: Hubhopper Originals Hello and welcome to It's Cricket Show My name is Hamid and I am here with the very latest episode of this podcast I have in the studio Mr. Sahil Sheikh with me Sahil, Ed Mubarak to you
1: Yeah Ed Mubarak to you also Thanks.
0: So, very uh, special Eid Mubarak to all our listeners. Um, on this on this uh, auspicious occasion of Eid, we are here to review the second ODI between India versus West Indies, which was played in the port of Spain. Yes, it was a good match in terms of India. So, uh, early on, uh, Sahil, what are the most positives that you can take from this match?
1: Yeah, no doubt. The most positive thing should be the the three down player who came, Shreyas Sejer, uh, which we talked about in depth in the last episode. Uh, he came and he showed why he should have been taken uh, before the World Cup as well, scoring seventy one uh, with almost a run of ball. So he was he was in great touch. to To be honest, uh, he play he, he he had a partnership with Virat Kohli when they were three down. I guess Rishabh Pant went out early, so they needed a partnership, and he provided one with the captain.
0: So uh, talking about this match uh, India scored uh, is fir- uh, India batted first excuse me they scored 279 runs and lost 7 wickets in that process Shikhar Dhawan uh, got out pretty early uh, I saw many complaints with respect to Shikhar Dhawan as to he should be given some rest and all those stuff but mind you guys just a reminder after that world cup uh, exit office, this was his first ODI match Hmm, um, that, that, that's quite surprising and so it's just one match that he has failed, so give him a chance, guys. Then Rohit Sharma scored 18 runs, Virat Kohli doing his usual duties of scoring centuries. Um, I think he has scored a century after some t- quite some time now. It's uh, He scored 120 runs of 125 deliveries. Now, interestingly, uh, two down, it was said that before the match, Sriash Ayer might be tried in that position. But India stuck to its guns and they sent the young Rishabh Pant who scored 20 runs. India in the end managed to get 279 of 50 overs. With respect to batting orders Sahil, do you think it was uh, wise to send uh, Rishabh Pant or were you expecting Shreyas Ayer in that position? See
1: in the absence of Hardik Pandya I thought that Rishabh Pant would have been kept. Uh, it would have been wise to keep Rishabh Pant after... Uh, 3 down or after, even after 4 down would have done because they don't have a accomplished um, finisher to be honest a accomplished pinch hitter in the end uh, in the absence of uh, Ardik Pandya and even if you take MS Dhoni so they don't have much of an um, power after that as you saw uh, just around 20 or 25 runs were scored in last 4 overs and 3 wickets were given down once Ayer got out So, I think the Japan should have been kept uh, uh, down the order in the absence of Hardik Pandya.
0: With respect to West Indies bowling, uh, initially, Sheldon Cottrell bowled really well to get the main scalps. Uh, He took one wicket though. Carlos Brathwaite was a surprise package. He took three wickets, although they were almost at the end of the innings. But he took the all-important wicket of the captain, Virat Kohli, which may have lowered a score to a little bit lower than what we might have expected. Uh, nevertheless, 279 on such a pay, such a pitch was a very good score. When coming to West Indies while chasing, they uh, uh, Chris Gale, uh, remind you, just to remind you, that he was playing his 300th uh, Test uh, ODI innings. He scored 11 runs of 24 deliveries. The star performer to them for them was again even Lewis, who scored 65 of the 80 balls, having eight fours and one six. The remainder of which, uh, apart from Nicholas Puran, no one looked really going. 42 of 52 is what Nicholas Puran scored. 210 is what the entire West Indies team managed to score. They were all out in 42 overs. Now coming to bowling of India. So last time, when I uh, we, uh, in the last episode, Bhuvneshwar Kumar was the key uh, bowler, wh- which we talked about, who was who looked to be uh, out of uh, form. Now he managed to take 4 wickets, 4 big wickets in this match which actually broke the backbone of the bowling, of the batting of West Indies. Mohammed Shami took 2 while Kuldeep Yadav took 2 wickets also. So Sahil coming back to Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, do you think that uh, this was one, one, one occasion wherein he managed to just uh, take 4 wickets that one good day of his? Uh, out of the all the bad days that he has been having for past couple of years or is it that he is gaining back his uh, form
1: see uh, that's been the issue with bhuvaneshwar kumar recently in last one or couple of years that he hasn't been consistent and when he finds is uh, starts to find his rhythm or gets consistency he gets injured or has been arrested so that has been his problem he has not got his um, complete form for continuous as he was uh, before uh, in the 2015 world cup and that time he was in complete form. Uh, he was swinging both the ball, uh, uh, ball both ways. He was more lethal than what he is now. But still, uh, if he can, he, he's only 29 years old and he has lots of um, lots of bowling left in his team. So he can he can start that again. And he has uh, shown that by taking four wickets. But still, uh, consistency will be main uh, thing. Uh, as we have seen lots on lots and lots of ballers who are coming in, especially T20 World Cup around.
0: With Chadeja back in form, and with Chadeja delivering consistently, do you think, going into the T20 World Cup, Chadeja does stand a chance uh, against Yujwendra Chahal?
1: I think so. Uh, See, only he, he, I don't think so, he will be taken uh, on the basis of Yujwendra Chahal and pitches. I think so, he will be taken uh, if Hardik Pandya and uh, Kedar Jadav, India can believe that if these are the two all-rounders they want to go with. Or uh, they want to go with uh, all-rounders as in Hardik Pandya and Krunal Pandya. Or Hardik Pandya and Jarevendra Jadeja. So I don't think so. Chahal's uh, question will be coming in over there. Chahal may come in for uh, Kedar Jadhav or so. Because Kedar Jadhav lately hasn't been in that grade of a form. Batting as well as bowling. So he might come in for him. The question for Jadeja will be which all-rounder India will be opting. <coughs> Either it will be Washington Sundar. Or it will be uh, Ravindra Jadeja or it will be Krunal Pandya.
0: Now, uh, mind you, the World Cup, the T20 World Cup will be played in Australia in, next year in 2020. And India are building towards that. It will be interesting to see which spin bowler or spin all-rounding option that India will stick with. As Sahil mentioned, there are multiple options. One being Krunal Pandya, the other one being... Uh, Washington Sundar, then Ravinder Jadeja, of course, is quite in good nick now. So that's how India won the second ODI and are leading this this series. Now, let's move on to Ashes. What's going on and what's been developing in Ashes? This test match is scheduled to start on 14th of August. It is a couple of days from now. It, According to Indian time, it starts at 3.30 p.m. Um, In the last Ashish Test match, Sahil, we saw uh, some good performances from bowling of uh, Australia as well as England. Now, talking about England bowling, do you have any update about uh, Anderson?
1: Yeah, Anderson has been ruled out from the Lodge Test. He won't be participating and also Oli Stone uh, has been ruled out uh, for a couple of weeks. So he also won't be participating in that uh, match as well uh, as he was the first choice backup choice for um, Anderson's uh, replacement as a Anderson replacement.
0: So now, who do you see as the person or the bowler who will replace? Will it is it going to be like Jofra Archer?
1: Yeah, he has to be now because I don't know if they have taken any cover uh, for these two players. <coughs> so it has to be Jofra Archer who will be replacing them.
0: The the title the 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 standout of the overall Test match was the, the conversation which surrounded uh, throughout the test match was around the Steven Smith's batting and uh, of course uh, the all the drama that has gone through his life as well as the two other players who are playing uh, David Warner and Cameron Bancroft uh, in this uh, test series in these ashes. So uh, I did manage to see a lot of his batting during that first test match and he looked pretty positive.
1: Yes, of course, he has been their backbone uh, in the past, uh, whenever he has started playing from the time he started playing. And that's the reason why they struggled (coughs) when once he was banned from cricket. Uh, Even in the uh, series against Pakistan in uh, Australia, lost one match over there even in the other series which they played after even in, against India so their middle order was always in the question the players like Peter Hanscombe, Travis Haight, <clears throat> many players were brought in and they were sent back again like La- Marnus Labushan, who was their one down before uh, Smith came back so once he came back you saw how much uh, almost half of the runs were scored by Australia was scored by him so he, he has that much of impact and then he comes and bowl as well
0: with respect to Aussie bowling We have seen that Nathan Lyon Lyon plays a very key part if they go into the second as as a fourth inning bowler. Now, uh, how important will his role be in this Lord's Test match given the fact that we have seen in the past couple of years, Lord's pitch assisting a lot to spinners.
1: See, uh, that's that. That was one difference between England and Australia in the last match. <coughs> England didn't go for a specialist spinner; they opted for Moeen Ali, who is not even a perfect all-rounder in spin, di- <coughs> spin division. Uh, and Australia opted for a specialist spinner, and that that was the turning point in the entire match in the last day, especially where he took six for in a single day. So he has he should be playing a lot. Uh, a lot of um, he he will be pulling a lot of weight in the bowling department, especially in the loss Tests, and even <clears throat> even when the England and Ireland match was there, we saw how how much it was turning and how much bowling friendly the pitches were.
0: That's correct. With respect to England's batting, we have seen batsmen, all of their batsmen, in fact, struggling very much on Lord's pitches. Uh, this happened during World Cup as well. And uh, this looks like, uh, you know, best men, especially like Jason Roy, who are ODI specialists, then Johnny Besto And all all those uh, best men who are ODI specialists, <coughs> uh, who have been included in this test, uh, in these ashes, looks to be struggling. While their captain, uh, Joe Root, too, um, you know, is not giving his best performances. Are you a bit concerned with respect to England betting?
1: Yes, of course, uh they are they slowly slowly England's batting lineup is looking like uh, all or nothing for them. They are going with that approach. Their coaches are going with that approach. We saw that approach in the ODI uh, and they, that paid them off well. Uh, so they are going also with the same approach in the test matches as well now. But uh, yeah, as we saw in the Ireland test and in the first assist test as well. It isn't going that well for them. <coughs> so yeah it, it is a bit of concern for them as well.
0: Um, So, that is how Ashes is going to be uh, played. Now, Stuart Broad too was a very key part, a very integral part of England bowling. Especially, especially given the fact that Anderson was uh, pulled on on an injury quite early in the test match. He just got to bowl around four odd overs. So, Stuart Broad took a lot of weight on his shoulders and took six wickets in the two innings. Uh, with respect to Australia, the Pacers they did not take uh, Mitchell Stark, which was quite uh, surprising and many uh, and stunned Many of the pundits who were expecting Mitchell Stark to be um, you know question, uh, starting without any questions, but they did not start with Mitchell Stark. Uh, the Aussies, while they also op- did not offer uh, Hazelwood, but going into this Test match, Sahil. Um, they opted, of course, uh, with uh, Patterson who was uh, in great deal of form. Now going into the second test match, do you see that changing? Do you see that Mitchell Stark being included in the second match, or do you have any official confirmation of that sort?
1: No, they haven't disclosed their uh, top 12 uh, as of yet, but I think so. Mitchell Stark will be making in <coughs> making a comeback uh, in place of uh, specialist Siddle who has been uh, who who was little bit. <coughs> less effective uh compared to the trio fasters which they took so yeah i think so he will be taken in and uh any questions are surrounding the selection of matthew Wade. i think so he shut it down in the second innings so it will it, it will be more or less the same more or less the same squad for them only i think so stark will be taken and after if the stark is taken i think so it will be a great great bowling attack especially at the lords stark humans and pattinson coming back and uh, as they were like uh, four or five years ago
0: Lethal indeed. So, uh, that's all about ashes that we have to discuss. Lots of cricketing action going on. Tomorrow, we'll be back with another fresh, shiny new episode of It's Cricket Show. Thank you, Sahil, for joining me in today's one. Good to be here. Thank you, listeners, for joining in. Uh, If you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter, at the rate It's Cricket Show for the latest cricket updates. As well, as you can visit our website, microsite, (laughs) it's hubhopper. Dot com for the latest episode if you do not want to miss any. So, this is me Hamid Chik, signing off from today's episode. Have a great cricketing day!